Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Welcome to episode... 354 I believe and this is an episode for the 24th of October 2020 that I'm actually recording on the 23rd at this special zero degrees moment I'm getting chills already and I know that it's a good time to speak my truth to use my throat chakra and it's also a good time to share on my podcast and because I've been spending a lot of time sharing birth dates and sharing the times and kind of leaving I thought I'd give you a nice moment in this last moments of zero degree where I would like to share with you a few things now I'm making a post and a reel in Instagram And this is the juice of what I'm talking about. And it's about taking your power back in the real sense of the word. And it's a little bit also about this hundred monkey um, concept. It's not a concept, it's a scientific fact that when a group of monkeys in a distant part of the world start to do one thing, other monkeys in another part of the world without knowing start to do the same thing. And we're using that those of us who are feeling that we are holding space that that is our soul's purpose is to hold space for this shift this transition of our mother earth of mother Gaia and so when we hold space when we speak our truth when we are in the highest frequency of love and understanding unconditional love and understanding then we are inviting and bringing a wave inviting those who are not yet aware or conscious and sending a wave together to shift and go with this cosmic weather and There are a lot of practices, there are a lot of lenses that you can use to align with your truth. I want to speak about the information that you yourself already have. As you know, they have scientifically proved we are stardust. We are water. We are one with nature. And when nature has this rhythm that is also a part of us, then we are grateful when we can find the opportunities to know what that rhythm in and to tune in as Timothy Laurie who was born on the 22nd was talking about I'm going to put actually what he actually meant that's been misconstrued 
only to talk about drugs. It's not. And so when you tune in to the true energetic energies of the heavenly bodies that are in plain sight for every earthling, then it's a way of taking your power back because we are one with the universe. And by knowing where the sun is actually shining, as I can look up and now using the technology we have to verify what my eyes can see by a a lengthy study of the sky. Because when you're in tune with the sky, then you know that when you have a new moon and you see the crescent moon, that you know where the sun was and then you know the actual energies of that sun. And so I was a bit triggered by a few things and I need to express them because I want you to know that you don't need me or anybody else to tell you what to do. My sole purpose is to share with you the mathematical reality of these heavenly bodies that are one with your nature and that by knowing the agriculture history and the navigational history of astrology you can use that knowledge with the here and now of the true positions of the heavenly bodies in the sky. What I mean by that is when I uh, give lessons and when I consult people, I do use the original expressions of Aries and all the 12 houses, partly. But I also use a more esoteric expression of the houses. I also use what I find is common sense about what is the actual physical and then developmental journey of the soul. First the soul comes in its suit, in its baby suit, but before into the earth plane, but first it's in water, it's growing exponentially in this water space. And it moves with the power like the first weeds or daffodils of spring move from the ground into the sun space. And as the baby loses that water life and comes into the earth plane it is a very poignant special moment and it's the beginning of the soul's journey on this earth plane and what happens first everything changes the aura changes 
the energy changes around a baby. And also for that baby who's been in this isolation, this 12th house, if you will, this what spiritual place is the Aborigines believe of dreaming and source, the same connotations we associate with the 12th house in astrology, as it moves into the first house and changes its environment and gets used to the space. This is what I believe is also aligned with when maybe Western astrology houses of the persona. But Sky Astrology, because it's not dealing with the material so much, we are dealing with the spiritual. We're going back to source on this plane, heaven on earth. And so the first house is the house where we are moving and affecting our environment by being this new soul, this innocent soul, and learning how to navigate this space. And then once we slowly start to see with our eyes, slowly what this area, this space looks like, then we of course move into second house features which are connected to the material which is connected to Taurus, which is connected to sensations like putting everything in your mouth because the nursing in your mouth is the very first consistent sensation that you have. You see babies sucking their thumbs in the womb and they have then carried this security from that time in the womb into this earth plane. And so they love to taste everything with their mouth because it is a connection to their experience before the earth plane. And so it goes on from three to 12. Well, I kind of explained 12, but if you want to know more, of course, you can, you're always invited to book a discovery call to start and of course, to have a consultation and a tutorial, which is part of that. In any event, the reason that I got triggered was because there was a picture of our moon, beautiful moon yesterday, aligned with the star of Jupiter. And I saw it and I shared it and I'm hoping a lot of people saw that in their sky. And I saw a beautiful picture of it from an astrologer, Western astrologer. And sometimes I do have to go, where is it? Tell me where it is, (laughs) you know, in a chat or in a post. And she said, I think she said, there's Jupiter. She said, oh, above the moon. And I said, but where is the moon? Which constellation? I said, which sign? Which constellation? And she replied, Cap, meaning Capricorn. And of course, I didn't say anything because that's not my job. My job is to share with you that the language is confusing 
when I talk sky astrology and I talk about what's actually happening in the sky, that's why I say that yesterday you saw the moon and that little dot that was Jupiter and maybe you saw Saturn later. They are actually in front from your view, your perspective. You are seeing them as they are in the constellation of Sagittarius. And these basic understandings, like a biodynamic farmer knows about the energy of Sagittarius being fire and to garden by the moon when in an element of fire constellation is there. That is how you can take your power back because these are basic practices by chemistry. What happens when water and fire mix? Really easy. What happens when water and earth mix? What happens when water and air mix? It's easy. And that's how you take your power back. But I do believe when you know this extra lens, this extra layer that can't be seen, the spiritual layer of where those energies, those fires and waters and airs and earths were at the time of your birth and you can be conscious of where they are actually right now, that's when you take your power back. That's when you can begin a relationship of alignment with the heavens above, with nature, with another part of yourself because we are nature. We are stardust. We are the stars and the moon and the sun and the sky. Ask anybody from Mars <laughs> if you can because if they would see the moon, the earth, they just see one thing they'd see and that is part of us as well. And now as our moon is at one degrees I am so grateful that I shared this story. And so when you see anyone telling you, oh, Scorpio, don't do this. Mercury retrograde, don't do that. I have to catch myself sometimes. Know that you can use a star location app. You can ask me as a gift from me, where is my, where was the sun when I was born? Where was the moon? What stars were rising? Because they are really important. And with just those three energies of which element they're in, it is a beautiful um, integration and addition into this journey that we are or you are on on this earth plane as we grow just like the biodynamic farmers use these positions of our moon to know how to have a successful harvest i share with you every day now where the heavenly bodies are so that you can know how to be conscious of them and if you're conscious, just by being conscious of them, you'd be amazed of what a difference it can make in your life.
Thank you, zero degrees. In Capricorn, yes, grounded energy, real tools to give for you. And now I'll be right back to tell you where the heavenly bodies are as our moon, which is in Capricorn still, but it starts to align with Albaldi, a very important star in Aquarius. So that means that our moon is no longer exclusively going to be in this earth energy, that the waters of the moon and Capricorn earth are inviting slowly movement, moon, moon moves one degree every two hours, but it's aligning with the stars of Aquarius, so some air element is coming into that. If you want to know how to work with that, of course, feel free to ask me. I am putting together a course for that. So, I'll be right back for where the heavenly bodies are. Take care of yourself and lots of love from me. Hey, 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 here's some happy birthdays. I'm just going to read it as I see it because I find it so interesting. Uh, Let's see, for the 24th of October, we're starting all the way back. And I was shocked to see that a French man created margarine. Isn't that weird? (laughs) I don't know. The person, American author, she wrote... Mary had a little lamb. She was born on the 24th of October in 1788. That I find quite interesting as well. Next we have a Ernst Richter, a German musical theorist and composer, born in Germany in 1808. Lots of German people born very early on. Were they the only ones now to do stuff? I don't know. Okay, I digress. So, yeah, his name, if I can say it, Hippolyte Manga Mores, French chemist and inventor of margarine. <laughs> in uh, 1817, he was born. So, that's interesting. There is a woman, Belva Ann Lockwood, the first lady to argue in the Supreme Court, born in New York. She was born today. On this date, actually, in 1830. Let's see some people who, what did they do? We have an Italian composer born in 1867, Franco Leone, Italian composer, born in Milano. Nice. Then we have, um, I like to pick out a little selection of people and people that we don't know and people who are you know, just royalty born in, unless they've been noted to do something to help us, we don't. Oh, Kurt Huber, a German philosopher and a sweet resistance fighter, born in Switzerland. Hmm. Switzerland or German? Anyway, sure, Switzerland. Is he Swiss or is he German? We don't know. The director of King Kong was born today, Miriam C. Cooper. Hmm. You know what we think about that. 1893... Then we have, who else? Somebody interesting. 
we have an FBI agent who sought people in the mafia. Don't need to talk about that. We have also, oh, we have, see, as I noticed, to tell you the truth, when we move away from certain bright stars, um, you'll find that there are people who are not as shiny. Let's say that, like bright, starred, you know, with bright stars are seen easier in the sky as the faint ones. Let's put it that way. So you will find that as we move away from the bright star like Spica and Octorus in alignment, that the people, of course, you know, they're, you know, successful and they've done amazing things, but not so amazing that are not so celebrated, unfortunately, isn't that? Not so celebrated. <laughs> who should I mention? Mr. Robert Mundell. Do you know who that is? Wonder. He's born in 1932. He died. He's so-called father of the Euro. Born in Ontario. A Canadian economist and Nobel laureate. Really, how could you be born in Canada and be the father of the Euro? Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Oh, the gangsters, the Kratrans. See, maybe this is not such a good place. Oh, hey, a Rolling Stone born in Lewisham, London. In 1936, Bill Wyman. His birthday's tomorrow, so if you want to give him a shout-out tomorrow, you like a Rolling Stone fan, go out and do it. Go on and do it. Ooh, who is it? Anybody a founder? No. Let's see, anybody else? Let me recognize her whose name I can pronounce. Cause we know, oh, I like this actor. I'm not like a big on movie stars really, but um Kevin Klein. He's a good actor. I like his stuff. Born nineteen forty seven. He's fine and there is um anybody else? Hmm, see, there's a bit kind of weird people born. Not weird, but let's here. Okay, let me just read. Robert Picton, he's a Canadian serial killer. Who wants, oh my goodness. First degree murder for killing 26 women. I'm sorry, I had to mention that. See, that's why I have to um edit before I say something. But, you know, this doesn't seem to be such a hot date, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Not like, you know, the days that I had previously you know, so that's interesting. Even Malcolm Turnbull, the Austrian prime minister and stuff, he's born today. On the 24th, mind you, because I'm going to put this out early, so I don't have to think about it tomorrow. But I'm mean, just scrolling down some cricketeers. Uh, an actor in Madame Butterfly was born. Um, B.D. Wong, we don't know who he is, racing car driver. Um, don't know. Mary Bono. Was that like, um, Sonny Bono's wife? She ended up to be a politician. Um, born in 1961. On October 24th as well. Some football players. Born Sean Lee, 1966. A South African cricketer and batsman, a tennis star. 
a baseball pitcher, uh, another baseball pitcher, defense, uh, lots of footballers. Hmm. CC a linebacker. Well, it could be famous in sports. We're in the 70s now. I've gone from like 1800s, I tell you. Or 1700s, wasn't it? Where it was. And there's just a bunch of, a bunch of, sorry, NFLs. Here's another murderer. Won't shout him out. Hmm, why do they put them here? <laughs> I don't know. Some football players, tackler, hockey player, football. It's a good day to be a football player to be born then. Ecuadorian football player, Trinadian football player. Um. Oh, somebody. Monica, America. The boy is mine, a singer. And born. And Zach Prozen, a fashion designer. Because I was in the fashion world. I know about him. He's born 1980. So you see we're almost near the end. Oh, it's Drake's birthday tomorrow. But he, you know, I don't know. I'm not really into him. And, um, yeah. He never saved nobody, did he? No. Oh, Wayne Rooney as well is born. He, he's, he's a little bit of a... Renegade, put it nicely, and oh, PewDiePie Felix from Sweden, YouTube star, born in Gothenburg in 1989, and he's the last one, and I think he's quite well known, so maybe if you, you know, aligning with that day. You know, sometimes these days have energies. Like, so if you wanted to do something to do with sport or something unethical, the craze were born there, notorious gangster from the UK. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's done. <laughs> anyway, it's good fun to know what energies are born on those days if you look back at my instagram feed that's how i started researching by looking at uh dates of people in the public eye because of course we could compare uh their stories with each other okay so that's it for today i'll be back for the 25th where the heavenly bodies are and we'll see who was born on October 25th from the years of 1700s to usually goes to 1990 unless they're a child actor or actress okay take care thanks for listening hope you enjoyed this segment and this episode